0: Welcome to the Crypto Altruism Podcast, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the intersections of social impact with blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Web3. I'm your host, Drew Simon from CryptoAltruism.org. Now, before we get started today, just a quick disclaimer. While we may discuss specific projects or cryptocurrencies on this podcast, please do not take any of this as investment advice, and please make sure to do your own research on any potential investment opportunities. And now, on to the fun stuff. Welcome and thanks so much for listening in today. Let's face it, unfortunately there are a lot of scams in the Web3 space. Now, of course, the projects doing real good far outweigh these scams, and I truly believe this. But this doesn't take away from the importance of being able to recognize bad actors, especially for those in the social impact space looking to enter the world of Web3. So, for today's episode, we are going to talk about what you should look out for when evaluating potential partners and projects in Web3, and some red flags that could indicate that the project may be a scam. As an evangelist for Web3 social impact, I often find myself speaking with nonprofits and community leaders about the value of crypto and blockchain for social good. Many of them are intrigued about the potential use cases and want to engage with the space, but are hesitant to get involved due to a real fear about the bad actors in the space. And despite all the amazing good being done in the Web3 ecosystem, there are still plenty of bad actors looking to take advantage of newcomers to make a quick buck, even for projects under the guise of social impact. Those working in social impact, especially nonprofits, have a duty as stewards of donor funds and trust, and thus may not be willing to take any risks and engage with the space. This, as a result, can be a real hindrance to progress, as this fear of scams and bad actors can be a gatekeeper for nonprofits, collectives, community leaders, and social movements that could really benefit from Web3 and bring a lot of talent to the community. So, in this episode, we are going to cover some of the key questions you can ask yourself when evaluating projects and potential partners, whether it be an NFT collective, a DAO, or any type of project. It's important to note that there is no 100% catch-all formula when it comes to evaluating projects, and every project needs to be evaluated on its own merits. There are projects that could be legitimate, but that don't meet some of the criteria I highlight here, and vice versa, there could be projects that are scams that do meet the criteria. All this to say, please be careful when evaluating projects, and make sure to take an individualized approach to evaluating each project. Anyways, on to question number one that you should ask yourself. Is there a white paper or guiding documents for the project? A good first step when evaluating a project is to see if they have a white paper or any guiding documentation for their project. A solid white paper or a docs section of their website will highlight the strategic direction of the project, the risks and opportunities associated with it, their governance approach, and the plan for scaling and implementation, at the very least. If the white paper or docs does not include this, is overly simplistic, is riddled with spelling mistakes, or simply doesn't exist, this can be a red flag. Overall, there should be some information presented professionally and coherently. Outlining the vision, value, and ethos of the project. If the founders of the project aren't willing to put in the effort to transparently articulate their vision to the community, then you have to question whether they will be willing to put in the effort in other areas. After all, the Web3 space is built around transparency. If a project doesn't embrace this and is not upfront about its values, mission, and long term vision, or doesn't have a clear roadmap in place, then it may be best to steer clear. Question number two Who are the developers? One of the first things you should do when evaluating any project is look at the team behind it. A potential red flag is if the team is anonymous or operates behind pseudonyms. To be fair, there could be good reason for individuals to operate anonymously. For example, let's say there is a blockchain-based open journalism collective operating in a country with an authoritarian government. In this case, it would make sense to operate behind pseudonyms, as it may be unsafe to share their identity. However, if a team is anonymous, there is a greater potential for malicious behavior. After all, it is a lot easier to get away with the scam if nobody knows who is behind it. That being said, if key team members are operating behind pseudonyms, you should evaluate the individual's social media activity to see how long they've been around for, what projects they've been a part of, and who else they are associated with in the space. If team members are docked, meaning that they are public and share their names, it could be a good indicator that the project is legitimate. That being said, anyone can create a fake name or profile, so it is also helpful to search the team members online to learn about their backgrounds. If the developers have a small or no online footprint, this could be a red flag and could indicate that they have little experience or clout in the space, or that the names and profiles they shared are fake or embellished. It's important to check out LinkedIn profiles, Twitter handles, or to simply do a Google search to confirm their identity. There is no golden rule, but generally speaking, the more information online about the individual and the more profiles they have, the more likely it is that they're real. Now before we move on to number three, we are going to take a break for this brief message. It is officially tax season, and many are stressing and scrambling to get everything in order. Crypto taxes can be complicated and confusing, especially if you are using multiple wallets and operating in a country with confusing regulations. Coinly makes this process super easy by pulling all your wallets together and calculating everything for you, so that you can rest assured knowing that your taxes are reported properly. I recently used Coinly for my personal crypto taxes, and it couldn't have been easier. I was able to link all my wallets, including hot and cold wallets, and it automatically calculated my gains and compiled everything together into a simple report I could pass on to my accountant. Check out the show notes for a link to Coinly to get started today and to make crypto taxes a lot easier. And now back on to question number three: Who are they partnering with? A good indicator of the legitimacy of a project is who they are partnering with. If a Web three project has the backing of a foundation, non profit organization, startup, or reputable leaders, it is a positive indicator, as these organizations and individuals have likely conducted their own due diligence. However, it is important to make sure that if a project claims to be partnering with, let's say, X Foundation. That this can be verified and that there is some sort of documentation on social media from x foundation backing this up there are plenty of bad actors who have falsely claimed to be partnering with a big name project all with the purpose of creating an appearance of legitimacy even when the partnership was completely fabricated so always verify for yourself and never take anyone's word for anything in this space another thing to make note of when it comes to partnerships is celebrity and influencer endorsements there have recently been pump and dump or rug pull schemes associated with celebrity endorsements it's super easy to pay an Instagram influencer to hype up a project and shoot out a few personalized tweets or Instagram posts, but this in no way lends any legitimacy to the project. This is especially true if these celebrity endorsements involve individuals who have nothing to do with the crypto space. Legitimate projects don't need some random influencer to pump it up, and this can be a clear red flag of a potential scam. On to question number four to ask yourself, how long has the project been around? It is common for scams or bad faith projects to seemingly come out of nowhere usually during the euphoric heights of bull markets or piggybacking on the success of other projects. Good, legitimate projects will have a community behind them and a trail usually involving research, consultation, and community input, and won't just pop out of nowhere one day. The projects that do pop up out of nowhere are often more focused on making a quick buck. That being said, it is always best to partner with projects that have a proven track record over a reasonable period of time. It takes a ton of time to get a project off the ground, to build a solid team, and to grow a following around your project. It's simply not possible to do this overnight. On a similar note, be very cautious of projects that seem to mimic or piggyback on the success of other similar projects. Let's say a project launches called Super Sloth NFT. This project has the purpose of selling sloth NFTs to raise funds in support of a sloth nature reserve. Due to a strong community of support and value proposition, the project takes off and gains huge success, raising lots of money for the nature reserve. It is not uncommon for other projects to try and piggyback on the success, and it wouldn't be unusual to see new projects pop up that are clearly mimicking it. Could be Metasloth NFT or Sleeper Sloth Moon or something along those lines. This is not to say that all projects that are similar to another are a scam, but it's important to take a step back and look very carefully at these projects before engaging, as this is a strategy that has been used by scammers in the past. Question number 5. What's the social media activity like around the project? It can be helpful to dig into the social media and communications activity of the project to look for concerning patterns. If the project has a massive amount of support from accounts that have been created in the last couple of days, went from 100 to 10,000 followers overnight with barely any social media activity, or is pushing unsupported or dubious claims, this should set off alarm bells. It's easier than ever to spend a couple of bucks to buy social media followers, but good legitimate projects don't need to do this. They build their following up over time, often very slowly, recognizing that having a strong community of support is better than having the most followers. Quality in this sense is certainly more important than quantity. Another red flag could be if you notice a high quantity of posts that are almost all the same across various platforms, coming from various accounts. This could indicate that the project is using bots to increase its social media activity. Overall, if there's one thing to take away from this section, it's that good projects create hype naturally because they have a strong value proposition, and they don't need to buy follows or retweets. Finally, and maybe most importantly, what is the value proposition behind the project? When reading the white paper and researching the project, there should be a very clear value proposition that differentiates the project from others. If the value proposition is overly simplistic, unrealistic, unfounded, not backed by research, researcher, doesn't offer anything new, it could be an indicator that there hasn't been a lot of thought put into the project or that it was hastily thrown together. The value proposition should address a clear need that is informed by research, and there should be an experienced team behind this value proposition that can implement it. If the value proposition includes lofty promises, claims to get you unrealistic returns on in your investment, or, on the flip side, is overly generic, this could be an indicator that the project could be a scam. Unfortunately, there is no formula for determining with 100% certainty whether a project is operating in good faith, as there have been many seemingly credible projects in the past that have ended up being scams. However, if you ask yourself the six questions highlighted in this post, it will increase your likelihood of weeding out bad actors and supporting or partnering with legitimate projects. The summary of the six questions that you should ask yourself are as follows. Question number one, is there a white paper or documentation for the project? Question number two, who are the developers? Question number three, who are they partnering with? Question number four, how long has the project been around for? Question number five, what's the social media activity like around the project? And finally, question number six, what is the value proposition behind the project? The important takeaway from this is to take an individualized approach to evaluate every project and to make sure that you're taking everything with a grain of salt. There's so much good being done in this space, and it's important that you don't let the bad actors take away from this. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Crypto Podcast. For more great content exploring the intersections of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and social impact, check us out at CryptoAltruism.org. Also, check the show notes to learn how you can support us, including by buying us a coffee. We operate on the support of the community, so anything helps. Thanks so much for joining us, and I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. Until then, keep on doing good in the cryptosphere. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Altruism Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on new episodes as they're released, and check out CryptoAltruism.org for more inspiring content.